Welcome to the Roto Minicast, Episode 2, for March 2006. Welcome, my fellow fandom freaks. You are listening to the Roto Minicast. You can find our full show every month at requiemoftheoutcast.com, and this show every month at the same site. Welcome to the second edition of the Roto Minicast. Sorry about being a little later than intended, but since I've been named the head of media for the ICWF Pro Wrestling Organization, my time for other projects has grown a little short. I've since had to cancel one project because of this. Some of you may have known that I was working on something in the Firefly universe, one of my latest geek fetishes. And unfortunately, I've had to cancel it, even though I've already got one episode scripted, part of the lines recorded, and the entire season storyboarded out. But with the Roto Main show being so successful, and the rising popularity of Mr. Adventure, I realized that something needed to give. Oh, and before I forget, visit $20filmfest.com. Dot com for all information on the $20 Film Festival. Right now, we're appearing at three more conventions this year. We've got RavenCon in April, Mobicon in May, and Con Carolinas in June. We're trying to get it into Dragon, but we're not sure. Next year, we'll have all of the same conventions plus StellarCon added to the mix. Remember, we're always taking submissions, and all you need to do is make a movie for less than 20 bucks. And I've got more Mr. Adventure about to come down the pipe, as well as a site redesign, which is available at pulpadventures.net. And now it's time for our chum from the land of Braces and Sheilas, Shane Addis. thought I'd record some quick comments on the short-lived British TV series Ultraviolet. If you like vampire stories, or even if you don't, Ultraviolet may well be the show for you. While this is a vampire drama, the vampires in the show are never referred to as such. They're always called Code Fives or Leeches, and the show centres around a group of people who hunt them. The vampires in Ultraviolet are intelligent, not just the feral bloodsuckers we usually see in vampire stories. They use scams to acquire money, and they also do things such as research pollution. After all, it's in their own interest to discover how contamination may affect their food supply, and they conduct the sort of experiments that would have made Nazis proud. The whole show is played fairly realistically, and I do say fairly realistically, after all, the bad guys are vampires. The vampires in this don't cast reflections and are vulnerable to daylight, 
Well, more specifically, ultraviolet light, which is where the series gets its name. The police use high-caliber charcoal-tipped bullets to kill the vampires, along with ultraviolet scanners to help detect them. And, of course, they are led by a Catholic priest. And when a vampire is killed, well, they explode real good. While recent vampire television series and movies have been action pieces such as Buffy, Angel and the Blade movies, Ultraviolet is more of a psychological thriller. Its stories are very well written and at times venture into some very dark places indeed, proving that you don't have to have plenty of action and martial arts to tell a good vampire story. If you enjoy a well-crafted story, then Ultraviolet is the show for you. Buy it if you can, rent it if you must. But whatever you do, see it. The only real shame about Ultraviolet is that at the end of it all, it'll leave you wanting more. And there is no more as it was never picked up for a second series. An absolute shame. Hey, Phantomtron, I hope you like that voice upgrade I installed. Thank you very much. It will be nice to vocalize. There is a disturbance on the radar. What do we have? It seems that some sort of war has broken out in Cyberworld. A type of rap war. What, what does this have to do with fandom? It seems that a statement was made from the East Coast, and the West Coast responded in kind. And that has what to do with fandom? Fans issued the next volley. All right, hit me with an example and, and call all information on the original shot. Processing. Thanks, FT5. Oh, it's here. Looks like Chris Parnell and Andy Samberg made a digital short for their show Saturday Night Live. Andy and the group of the, uh, the Lonely Island. They've been making shorts like these for the Internet as well as Channel 101 for years. So they took the initiative and shot the short. That's cool. They submitted it to their bosses at SNL, and it was approved for air. Turns out this had not only been the first funny thing on SNL in years, but also a huge hit online. <laughs> it made people remember the glory days of Mike Myers, Bill Murray, Dana Carvey, and Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase had glory days? FT5, do we have a clip from the original? <laughs> Soon after this was posted online, a film was released on a website with this post. So Adam was sitting around and he saw this SNL Narnia video and thought that there needed to be a West Coast response. So he called up Mark and the two of them wrote the lyrics and then called Sam to lay the beats and direct the video for the song. They shot the video in two days and then Adam cut it over the weekend. Wow. Damn. It looks like it didn't take him very long. FT5, do we have that file? We rock the mic like a boss from Hanson. We got better bodies than Scarlett Johansson. You know my sweet ride is crazy insane. 
Thankfully, this rap battle isn't waged the same way typical rap battles are. These battles are fought in cyberspace. Uh, looks like there were many more shots fired, but most of them fell very short of their target. Oh, it looks like here one army joined in the fray, and their shot fired clean and clear throughout the dusty battleground. Not much is known about them. I can only give you the words they used in song. FD5, the file if you please. Grids. Get our portrait taken, cause tonight we're getting footloose like a boy. Kevin Bacon, we don't need no Google Maps. What the hell's a Thomas guy? I've been rolling down Medallion since I was four or five. Medallions, 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 everything's on. Medallions, Medallions, Medallions. Yo, Kirby, man, they ain't respecting us, man. You gotta tell them about all the homies that's from Indiana. Break it down. There's Letterman, Mel and Cam, Scatman, Crothers, Larry Bird, David Lee Roth, Axel Rose, Mrs. Brady, that's a word. But the man we respect, cause he stayed where we at, is a homie Jim, Jim Davis. Davis. He made Garfield the cat. Thank you, sir. Is that it? I've got, yeah, yeah, that's great. Pull up to the club. It's off the hizzle, got the elk. They be dropping fresh beats from God's works to Lawrence Welk. Look at all this parking, New York and L.A. I take up three spaces, no need to ballet. Wow. Well, I imagine these shorts are probably hard to find online since the original one's constantly being taken offline by, it looks like, NBC. And it's always a shame to advertise something when a good show has come out or... Something has gotten better. Way to go, NBC. Way to kill the momentum. Well, FT5, looks like we covered pretty much everything in the Narnia rap battle. What do you say we take her home? Setting course back home. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the second Roto Minicast. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll have more coming out every month on the 15th, <laughs> or thereabouts. It all depends on how busy I get, but I promise there will be one every month. And, of course, don't forget to hit the main show, which comes out once a month, which is hosted by myself and Earl Newton. you can find that at requiemoftheoutcast.com. See you guys on the dark side. For all websites and show notes, visit requiemoftheoutcast.com. For years, sci-fi fans have toiled at making fan films, podcasts, and goofy flash animations to obscure techno music. They work hard. Give them their props. Watch, listen, and talk back. <clears throat> at planetfandom.com.